1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
0: And welcome into the Big Ten football preview and projection show. I am Luke Giardi, along with Anthony Broom for Mason Brew on the SB Nation podcast network, where we're going to be taking you through all 14 Big Ten football teams to get you ready for the Big Ten football season. If you missed episode one, uh, we previewed Illinois under new head coach, Brett Bielema. Make sure to go check that out. And we are going to be talking about Rutgers here today, Anthony, because we asked our, our listeners, and the the Mesa Brew community to power rank the uh, Big Ten. They've got Rutgers at 13, so we're going reverse order here. And, and the Scarlet Knights and second year head coach Greg Siano, well, second and 13th year head coach Greg. Who Shiano says you Rutgers. can't go home, right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> Um yeah. That's kind of that might be the biggest takeaway from this this section of the pod is that Rutgers isn't 14th like that in its own right is, is progress and speaks yes. to, um, I mean, it might speak to where Illinois is at as a program too, but it speaks to, um, I mean, the people voted this, we didn't set this order, the people did. So the fact that people just weren't automatically clicking 14 for Rutgers is uh, kind of a big deal. And, and I know COVID season or not, they kind of snuck up on some people last year. And, and honestly, the biggest, the baseline thing you should do as a power five head coach uh, is your team competes and looks like it's ready to play? And from that very low baseline, Rutgers might have been one of the most improved teams in the Big Ten last year.
0: So last year, Rutgers goes three and six. First year, Greg Schiano comes back. The last five years have been absolutely abysmal. The the Chris Ash regime oh, was really bad. It it uh, they tried defense in the state, and they didn't. All right. They they failed overtly. It was it was horrible. Twelve and forty five over the last five years. They had one season where you could be like, man, they really improved. And that was twenty seventeen when they won four games. They won two in twenty sixteen, one in twenty eighteen and two in twenty nineteen. And the the Chris Ash experiment was over bringing in Greg Shiano. It's been a, it's been a rough stretch in the Big Ten for Rutgers football, Anthony. Yeah, more like Chris Ass, am I right? No, oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Don't laugh at that.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, similar to what we talked about in the Illinois episode is a school like Rutgers, when you move on from someone, like what's the best you can do, honestly? And for them, they happen to have a guy who was in their back pocket already. I mean, for better or worse, Greg Schiano is – I don't know much about Rutgers football history. I could be – we're recording for Michigan fans, so hopefully nobody from Rutgers rushes to – um correct or cancel me but greg shiano is like the dude that they build a statue to for Rutgers football Mm -hmm. like that was their most successful run you know the the ray rice years the years in the big east it hasn't been anywhere close to that in the big 10 but you get a guy who comes in i mean talk about someone with nfl pedigree um it didn't go great for him in the nfl again another guy whoa tampa bay buccaneers have been a weird little bermuda triangle of big future, big 10 head coaches lately. Cause I think did Shiano Shiano was slightly before lovey. So that's an interesting through line between the last two episodes, but you know, that's a, this is a program that, like I said, um, I think in Shiano's first year at Rutgers, it took them like five years to make a bowl game. And I don't know if it will based on what we saw last year and the way that they, again, it's another team that, brings back almost everything offensively um, most of its defense. It's another team. And, and this is where, when, when we talk about the madness, that is the transfer portal, a program like Rutgers might be one of the biggest beneficiaries from that because you get these fringe guys from like Michael Duan uh played there last year uh, is yeah. Drew Singleton. Isn't still there, but another former Michigan guy who goes over plays at Rutgers. Um, they're, they can pitch playing time to everybody because they don't have stars anywhere. So that's where I think that they, I, I don't, will it take five years for them to make a bowl game under Greg Shiano? I don't know, but um, you know, you only got to get to six wins and more years than not. If you're a competent program, you can take those three non-conference games. So I, I, I see, I see somewhat of a path forward for them. Um, something that w- I was impressed by last year, not only, Um, just the improvement on the field, but they were creative. Like they didn't do traditional things. It was kind of like, I just finished watching Ted Lasso. Um, the very last episode there's, and I'm not giving spoilers away or anything, but it's been a year. Um, they do kind of these weird, confusing things to throw people off. And, um, you know, they play, they beat Michigan state the first game of the year for seven turnovers we know what they did against Michigan. I mean, that never should have happened that way, but they competed credit to them. And they almost beat the Wolverines again uh, at night in Piscataway. They beat Purdue. They take down Maryland, um, you know, Ohio state, it, you know, they kept it within three scores, but scored 27 points. So like, this is a, they took a big step in terms of just being competitive. Like the wins weren't yeah. there, but you know, uh, well, they were there. Three wins for Rutgers is, like, I think the most they've had in the last decade or so is four or five. So, that was a All big three wins step wins to the one.
0: Similar to, uh, similar to Illinois, who got their only two wins on the road. At Michigan State, at Purdue, and at Maryland, were their there three wins on the year last year.
1: Yeah, I mean, it looks, and again, weird COVID season. So, you could, you know, that's the biggest question with them going into this year is probably, was it Shiano? Was it, or was it COVID? And I think the answer... Mm it's probably a bit of column a a bit of column B. Um, I'm pretty, I think I can pretty confidently say that nine out of 10 years, uh, Michigan's not going to overtime against Rutgers, but um, you know, and, and again, some weird things like they forced seven turnovers at Michigan state. When does that ever happen? And that's a, that was a big step for them too. I mean, they were 22nd in the country in turnover margin. So that's what bad teams do. They have to, have the ball more than the other team does, and maybe something weird happens. But I'm pretty impressed with uh, I'm pretty impressed with Rutgers football, which is a pretty remarkable sentence to say.
0: Yeah, and real quick to your point when you when you talked about Greg Schiano and kind of the history of Rutgers football. So their career passing leader is Mike Teal, their career rushing leader is Ray Rice, and their career receiving leader is Kenny Britt. All three of which played for Greg Schiano. So yeah, I think it's safe to say this guy has been. You know, he's, he's Mr. Rutgers football, you know, they might and be the only three is...
1: offensive players I can name, not named Muhammad Sanu. Did he go to Rutgers? I forget.
0: But yeah, credit mm-hmm. to him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he went to six bowl games in his first stint here at Rutgers. Um, uh, According to Phil Steele, returning 21 starters, all 11 offensively. I don't think all of them are going to start here this year, though, uh, and 10 defensively. I know they went out. They got some big-time Temple transfers. uh, I believe three Temple transfers coming in. Greg Shiano's hit the portal hard, like you said. Uh, He's actually recruiting pretty well, especially the state of New Jersey as well, too. And I I think that that the foundation is being laid to, look, man, Rutgers, they... (laughs) It, they obviously play in the big 10 east which is is going to be very tough but but as to build a program man they could build a somewhat competitive i think they could be like what tom allen's done at indiana here i really do believe that under greg schiano we don't need two programs like that in the big 10 east
1: especially when right. the program that we primarily cover is kind of teetering here but i could see it um you know do i I'll put it this way, uh, and Maryland has been a, been a little more flashy under Mike Loxley, and, and obviously they've you know they've recruited some five stars and Tua's his brothers the quarterback there. But if you're asking me like over five years, who am I more confident will still be there? I'm probably picking Greg Schiano over Mike Loxley. Like that's yeah, he's done it before, and, and uh, Loxley has kind of has a history of flaming out. So uh, it's one of those things where I could see it because, again, Maryland, they're volatile. You don't know if they're going to be good or bad in a given year. I mean, what happens if Tom Allen takes another job? What happens to Indiana? Um, Michigan State, we still kind of don't know what this Mel Tucker thing looks like. I mean, their season was made because they beat Michigan last year, but other than that, they got got drilled by everyone else. So there's in the mid-tier, the mid-to-low tier of of the Big Ten East pecking order, there's there's a path forward for them so we'll see what happens but um, yeah I I like heading into what they have this year I I like what's there I mean anytime you know uh, when you and that's the theme of the year we talked about in the last episode is almost everyone's going to be bringing most of their players back but you know I I think that's where the bigger jump comes with this is really year one for coaches like Shiana
0: right. and uh yeah a full a Tucker. full spring and a full fall i yeah. think is really going to i mean you look at what they're bringing back they're they're not really losing anyone you know of of real note you're bringing back noah vidral the junior quarterback who threw for you know over 1200 yards completed 61 and a half percent of his passes nine touchdowns did have the eight interceptions but a 115 point four quarterback rating uh, Isaiah Pacheco, man, who I, I don't know, he's a lot of fun to watch for me. You know, uh, you, you're bringing him back as your leading rusher. He averaged 4.4 4 yards a carry, three touchdowns, 515 yards in their nine games. And you're bringing back your leading receiver, Bo Melton, who was, I mean, in nine games, caught six touchdown passes, rushed for two, eight touchdowns in nine games, caught caught passes for 638 yards at a 13.6 yards per reception clip. I mean, this offense, you know, is gonna put gonna put some fear into some teams here this year. Yeah, Aaron Cruikshank is back too. Um yeah, it's
1: they've got some good pieces here. And then, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, and I'm I'm gonna butcher the hell out of this name, but I'm gonna try. Yeah. <laughs> Ola Kunle Fatu Fatukazi, I think that's how you say it. Um, he was a Buckus award uh a guy, I think last year or preseason mm-hmm. for this year, postseason watch list, preseason watch list, it just bleeds into my brain, but um, you know, he was the only player in the big 10 last year. Granted, it was a shorter season to crack the 100 tackle mark. So, you know, they've got, they've got some nice pieces on both sides of the ball Um and eight tackle for losses, by the way. Yeah. So, I mean, you look
0: at this team and it's, I guess, do we just kind of jump into the schedule now? I mean, I think I've kind of said, I would, I would love to, cause I want to know if you're ready for three and O Rutgers, Anthony. <sighs> okay. They open at home against Temple at Syracuse,
1: and then at home against Delaware, I think we could talk about it. I think we can talk I, about 3-0 and Rutgers. Um, I really
0: I do. I really do believe we can talk about 3-0 and Rutgers here.
1: Syracuse is probably the uh, – they'll win two of those games. Syracuse yeah. is the the questionable, but Syracuse is bad too. Um, and that Dino Babers thing is starting to taper off in a bad way too. So if Rutgers uh, yeah. gets to 3-0, I and mean, I mean, after this, I mean – at Michigan, it's
0: going to, I, I think it's going to be three and O Rutgers coming into the Big House on September 25th.
1: <laughs> that that is terrifying because even if Michigan if Michigan loses to wa- Washington, everyone's going to pick them in our fan base to lose every single game the rest of the year. But correct. Um, and then after how last year went, I mean that could be. Whew, I, I let's not put that energy into the world right now. But um, September 25th at Michigan, I believe that's Michigan's homecoming game, and then Ohio State at home. Michigan State at home, at Northwestern, at Illinois, home against Wisconsin, at Indiana, at Penn State, and then Maryland at home.
0: Okay, so it's let's, a brutal let's, final stretch. It is a brutal final stretch.
1: Let's just say they start three and zero. I think they can get Michigan State at home, um, depending on. So that's four. Depending on how Northwestern, I think they win at Illinois. Yeah. Northwestern, I'll probably chalk that as a loss. Illinois, I think they'd beat Illinois based on the last episode we did. They're not going to beat Wisconsin. They won't beat Indiana. They won't beat Penn State. They, they, they could
0: beat Maryland. They could beat Maryland. Yeah, I think so. So that puts them yeah, in like, somewhere five or six-ish. Five or six, man. Vegas has them at four. I, I love smashing the over on Rutgers. I actually think they might get to a bowl game this year. I think they could get six. I think they could upset Northwestern with what they've gotten. what Northwestern is losing, to. You know what they
1: remind me of this. This feels like the potential is there for them to be like the Illinois team from a couple years ago that went six, Mm -hmm. you know, six and six and made a bowl game, right? Absolutely, I think this sets up pretty nicely for them. So, I mean, I I have no issue about uh, of no. The over under is set at Vegas has it at
0: four. The last we checked, right? Can I confirm that on your end? Yep, it's at four. I love the over. I love the over with Rutgers. I do. Year, I like the over I like the over. I think I'll take the over. Screw it. Let's let's be yeah. unanimous. I'll let's, take the over with Rutgers. I, man, it, it's scary to think about, especially with the way Greg Shiano recruiting. But Watch I really go 0-12. think. They, yeah, <laughs> everyone comes back to this like you idiots. Like, yeah, that was our bad for putting faith in Rutgers football. Never do it again. But uh, I know. don't know the, the way this sets up, man. It, it looks pretty good for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just, I think even, I think there's Temple's a win. Delaware's a win. I think at Illinois is a win. That's already three. So they just have to Mm -hmm. get, they have to get two more somewhere in their other eight games. I don't think that's, I don't think that's too out of the question. Um, The road slate is pretty brutal. Um, At Michigan, at Northwestern, at Indiana, at Penn State. I don't, (laughs) You know, the, the biggest thing they have going for them is probably the crossover games that they play at Northwestern, at Illinois. Um, yeah. But we'll see. I mean, that's... If they beat Syracuse... um, God, I might go rush to put this bet in now. I, I,
0: over. I'll take the over four. Why does... Now, not every team has three crossover games, do they? Uh do Or they? do they? Is it three? I always thought it was two for some reason, but it must be three, hey? Uh... P- yeah, it must be it must be three. All right. Yeah. For some reason, I always thought it was two, but yeah, it must be three. They, they got three in a row five. with Northwestern, Illinois and Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, Michigan.
1: Yeah. Michigan's got three in a row at Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. And Nebraska. All right. Western. So yeah, everyone does.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, those crossover games set up huge for Rutgers here, man, because you, you miss, I mean, you miss Iowa which is obviously huge. And I'm, I'm excited to talk about Iowa a little bit later. Unfortunately you get Wisconsin, but I mean, I guess everyone's got to play at least one of the top teams in the big 10 West. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is where I think they're most interesting game. Cause we
1: talk about, I just, I just kind of set up the table for gray Shiano versus Mike locks. Like that's obviously it's not the biggest game we'll be paying attention to on the last Saturday in November, but Rutgers gets Maryland at home and that's where I'm, I'm guessing whoever wins that game, probably that could be something that's for bowl eligibility, but that also might be kind of like changes the direct, the trajectory of like
0: East coast recruiting somewhat. So, yeah, um, absolutely. They're, yeah. they're going to be at a battle there. I think these two teams for East coast recruiting, you know, after the the top teams get their pickings, but are we, are we ready to call Rutgers and Maryland? The next great rivalry in the big 10, <laughs> It's gonna be something, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's I, all. I, I will say that. this though: you asked me, you asked me the last episode if I thought Illinois was should have been power ranked the 14th best team in in the Big Ten, and I said yes. I do not agree with Rutgers being the 13th best uh, power ranked team here in the Big Ten here this year. I think they're they're a little bit higher than that personally.
1: Hmm. Oh, hmm. That's interesting. We'll see. We'll
0: see. I don't even I'll know- tell you. I can't even tell tell you what comes next. So, well, it's I'll put them. I put them for sure over our next two teams, which is Nebraska and Purdue. I for sure put Rutgers over those two teams. Okay. I might even put them over Michigan state. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, there's the spoiler, but that's all right. People
1: won't remember. Uh, They'll get the episodes. No one, no one cares anyways. So yeah. What about Um, you? you?
0: You think you think 13th is right for them,
1: man? I could see them. They probably top out for me, like the absolute best case scenario at nine where where Maryland is. Mm-hmm. But, um, truth being somewhere in the middle. Yeah, probably 11th. That seems fair. But again, it's Rutgers. We could totally. We, uh, could,
0: we could be blowing this real bad. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, we'll see. We might sound real stupid. but I guess
1: I'm putting a lot of faith in Noah withdrawal man. You and I have been doing. Uh, podcast together for like almost five years. Like we've said plenty of dumb things before, so yeah. I don't think it won't be the process. first time we're wrong. If we're wrong on this one. No, you just add it to the ledger. So that's, I don't know. That's right. You want to just get out
0: of here and on to the next one. Yeah. I, I like how we're both over four wins on Rutgers though. Go smash that. Absolutely. As that does it for our Rutgers uh, preview podcast, which you can find anywhere uh, you get your podcast, Anthony, uh, uh, let them know the other business we got. Yeah, all the socials are in the description below. Um,
1: wherever you're at on social media, Mason Brew is there, except for uh, like TikTok. We haven't quite—I uh, haven't hired any Zoomers to the staff yet. I don't think so. Maybe we'll get there eventually. But Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher for all the podcasts. The YouTube channel is growing. We're trying to get that to five thousand ish by football season.
0: Um, you can follow me personally on Twitter at Anthony T. Broom. You can follow me on Twitter at Luke Yardi, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. So that does it for our Rutgers Big Ten football preview. Appreciate you listening and stay tuned for our next football preview where we're going to be talking Nebraska Cornhuskers. We'll see you then.